Welcome everybody to the Chill Place Channel podcast, the mobile podcast, and you are here with your host George Roa, with your lovely realtor Guido Murillo, Maura Aguirre, and Aro Cedino, the three generations of realtors talking a few topics here, and the topic today will be how to stay relevant in real estate with this new technology and this crazy world. Let's begin the discussion, guys. Who wants to start talking about? We're, we're gonna go relevant. from we're gonna go from oldest to youngest. So Sally, Ooh. you're the oldest one here. So. Okay, I'm the only gonna... 52 years old. <laughs> Gen, Gen X. I, I, let me talk about my generation a little bit. Okay. Okay. My generation is so cheap. <laughs> See, I know that. My generation sure. is so pain in the neck. They ask for everything. They complain about everything. Not everybody, but the majority. Um, we live. Technology and non-technology, so we live both both worlds. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. <laughs> so you guys gotta be patient with our comments. Uh, just like if it's something patience wrong, with your kind. Just tell us that hey, you run, or just like uh, all right. But be, be, no, beside that, sometimes it looks wrong, but in reality, it's not. So let's let's take a, a, a deep look. And I guess today we have a a bonus on the generation Z. Which is two for the price of one. That's right. That's, That's right. That's right. That's right. All right. Let's talk about relevance. Uh, I think companies should be relevant today. They need some type of experience. They need some type of um, of knowledge, patience, in order to keep their their, their business going. Uh, things are gonna change in the near future. It's a lot of technology. It's everywhere. Technology is everywhere. If we as a company we don't adapt, we're gonna kind of stay out of business uh, I uh, in my case as a, as a CEO of mobile realty I live both worlds like I know what it is being without technology and be with technology so I think the key here is adapt to new new concept concepts uh, I, I called yesterday uh, to George I was George I want to be I want to see if I can create a, a chill place in the metaverse like I want to learn. I want to be. I want to be relevant. So I think that's very, very good. Very, I mean, I want to learn. I, I, I don't know everything. I really know a little bit of everything. But I, I want. I want to be. I, I want to be on top of the technology. And, and the best way to learn is listen to the new generation. There's no way we can create things without listening to others. I think God is perfect. I think it was like two holes in the ears and one in the mouth. So we gotta talk. <laughs> Less and listen, <laughs> listen more. Listen that's more. awesome. Yeah. I use that concept all the time. So I don't know. That's what I think. What, what do you think? What do you think, uh, George? We're, we're young, so we spoke about the metaverse a while back, and it seems like at first Otto was like, "Don't mess with my reality." But now he's I'm thinking changing. about it. Now he's thinking about it. He's talking about adapting to those coming and getting a chill place office in the freaking metaverse. metaverse. Not even real, you know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> I need time to process myself. Yeah. Um, that's a good thing because not, not a lot of people would want to do that. They're very traditional, you know? Yeah, but I hang out with a lot of us. NZ, Gen X. NZ. NZ. All generations. I've listened to all generations, young people, and I just I just listen and, and see what's going on. And, he does. Uh, he is very open minded when it comes to talking to different people, different generations. And and I'm going to tell you, when you called me yesterday and asked about the metaverse, I was like, I did the same reaction you did. 
Like I was driving and I was like, <laughs> after like, I hung up, I was like, was he real? Like, is, he, is he just like, is like, he pulling? Bro, my, you know, is he messing with me? Bro, this dude is talking about the metaverse. But I think I think you're right. To stay relevant, you need to stay one step ahead. My only problem is that I'm not sure if I feel like in order for things things have to line up, right? In in order for things to be successful, you need to have the right climate with the right idea with the right execution right now we have the right idea and the right execution but we don't have the right climate politics are all over the place the economy is everywhere so it's a scary time to to jump into that kind of stuff i mean and i don't know you've lived through the recessions right with the and the bubble is it a good idea to jump over politics and the climate and ignore that and move on to the future without kind of being kind of scared or, or thinking about that. Cause I, I think my point was in order to stay relevant, you have to take into consideration everything that's happening around you. Not like do one of these, like, you know, like the horses, they have yeah. this and say, I'm going to ignore this and ignore this mm -hmm. and just look at that. But you have to make sure that, you know, you're not on quicksand or there's no like tsunami coming, you know, like politically or I don't know what I'm trying to say. I guess I'm Follow trying a to train. say, Follow the trend, but also keep your eyes peeled and look for danger. You know, like if you're in the football field and you're playing defense, you gotta, you can't just look at the quarterback. You gotta look at the receivers, the running back. You gotta look at what's happening around you, not just focus on one person because you may miss the pass, you know, all over your head, or you may miss that he don't have the ball. The guys running that way, and then by that time you look, you're you're beat. You know, so I don't know if that makes any sense. I always said crisis equals, crisis equals opportunity. So yeah. it's always opportunities. People got to open their eyes and, 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 and think twice before they do something when things are changing. Like today is a, it's a time of changes. So we have to be scary. We have to open the eye and, and, and get from every crisis, get an opportunity. Um, people don't want to see the reality because it's not in their best interest. But the reality is uh, they, they were always changing after a pandemic. A pandemic, I think pandemic is over. I mean, everybody got sick already. <laughs> so there is nobody everybody gets sick. And, and now we got to be adapting to the new reality. Uh, do, are we going back to work in the office? We don't know. Are we going to, to, to do the same thing what we used to do before pandemic? We don't know. Because uh, after the pandemic, we discovered a lot of new ideas, a lot of new businesses, and a lot of new concepts, our life changed. So my best advice to be relevant is just to be patient, more than, more than make decisions too crazy, too fast. And, and, and my generation is good at it. I mean, we, we are patient. That is the reason why a lot of big companies are running by people over 50 or 45 years old and yeah. older because they not, they not hypers, like they, they take their time. Remember, just the idea to live the world, like I learned about internet when I was 24 years old, in 94, 95, 93, that a guy go, called me, I goes, Otto, we, we gotta check this out. <laughs> there is a, a thing that you go on, online and you can see things all over the world. Can you imagine <laughs> Otto being, sitting next to Otto getting a phone call? You can communicate. <laughs> you can communicate with people all over, and 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 and, and that happens what thirty years ago. Yeah, yeah. So now it's a new things coming in. Like when you talk to me about metaverse or new concept, I goes, "What the? What are you talking about?" So it's the same thing that like we have to we have to be able to make changes in our life, not only in business but in our own life. Our kids are thinking different. Our kids 
two years without going to sports, two years without going to specific places, birthday parties. So their 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 mindset is changing a little bit. I don't know what is it the new the new rule now. So in order for us to understand the new concept, we have to be patient and and and, and see what's going on in our life and, and then make decisions. Can I just give you some statistics that I always think about in the back of my head? So 4,114 homes sold last in December, right? Last December, December to January. And that's 3% down from December of 2020. So 3% less homes sold. 2,700 new listings. That's 6% down from 2020. So we have less homes sold, less new houses on the market. The average sale price 420000 That's 20% more expensive than it was last year. So less homes sold, less on the market, way more expensive. 13 days average on the market, down seven days from last year. So last year, December 2020, it was 20 days on the market. So now it's a week. So they're selling faster, but there's less of them. They're worth more, and we're not selling as many as we used to. And then this is the best average stat here. 100% is the average percent of list price received. So that means every listing that's put on the market is getting the exactly. list price. Exactly what they're putting as the offer. And that's up 0.01% from last year. So I guess they were getting 99%, now they're getting 100%. So those stats make me think less houses on the market. They're selling faster at whatever price is being put up, and now less people in the area are looking to sell. So what happens, Otto? You're, you've been through this before. What, uh, hap- what, what does that climate mean? What does that mean? This is what I know. How about. do we stay relevant with those stats? This is what I know about real estate. Okay, I'm coming from different industry. I used to have a gas station. Uh, in the past, you I have a gas station. Uh, I used to have a gas station. Have a gas station? station? Yeah. What? That's awesome. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Hold on, wait. That's. I saw clothes in the flea market in New York, in the street. In Giant Stadium. Giant Stadium. I used to sell clothes, women's clothes. Okay. So all the industries that <laughs> I've been involved to, all the industries that I've been involved to, I always have to invest a lot of money. Yeah. In real estate, you don't have to invest to make money. That's the beauty about this industry. Another thing that I know about real estate, it doesn't matter what happened in the world, you still make commission. If somebody dies, you sell the house. If somebody is born, you gotta get a bigger house. If somebody is divorced, you gotta sell two houses. You gotta sell one one by two. two. (laughs) If somebody uh, go out of business, bankruptcy, you have, you sell a house. Sell a house and then throw them in the street. Every time something happens, you sell a house. You get a commission. So I don't think real estate agents should worry about what's going on in the world. But you guys do need to understand that uh, you guys need to be relevant. You need to, you know, change the way you do business all the time because this 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 industry changed. So I, I think I, I don't think people should be scared as long as you work hard. If you're lazy, you're not gonna make money this this year or next year. Yeah, it is. <laughs> what do you think, Maura? I think that we're seeing a hybrid model happen in the workplace. We're seeing a virtual environment coupled with the in-person. So you're having virtual meetings, but there's still an office space. So I think that in order to stay relevant, these companies are going to need to do something like that, like have an app or a website, some sort of virtual presence where you can put your listings 
your information, your agents, all that kind of stuff. So that's where technology is going, online. You see it through the pandemic, you saw everyone go online for school, you saw everyone go online for work, you know, working from home. So just keeping that balance between in-person and virtual, I think that's how real estate companies need to figure out that that's through websites, apps, social media, something like that. We're killing the game with the info. It's pretty much, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's like common sense info. Yeah, man. Wow. Literally. But she's not a realtor. So it's not because right, a realtor. No, 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 no. That's for business. That's she for knows business. a lot that's, from... That's correct. A lot from a lot of but, other people. But what, you, what should you do to stay relevant as a realtor? Mm. Because then, because then, you know, your, your business is one thing. And the, what realtors are scared of nowadays is the fact that they're not getting any clients or they're not getting much um, movement or any traffic. And then once they do, you know... They have to deal with you know bidding offers and all that stuff. But how do you how do you stay relevant as a realtor, gathering clients and gathering you know adding more more of a chance to actually get a house under contract or get a listing? If you are just doing social media at home, waiting for clients to call you, it's not going to happen. Exactly. Facts. Okay. Facts. Facts. If, Facts. If, you, if you're not investing money in lead generation, you're not going to make money. Now, there is a free way to get leads. You have to be in the street and mm -hmm. getting leads in the stores, talking to people, um, and give, hanging, you know, giving business cards, door knocking. All those things are free. Yep. Now, if you got enough money, go to Zillow, put five, ten thousand dollars $10,000 every month, and then you'll be, you'll be making a lot of money. But you gotta invest money in, in five, in, ten thousand dollars. That's that's the way people invest in real estate. Uh, five, a lot of advertising on social media. But if you just, I, I see realtors just putting a post like dancing or whatever, or just putting the picture <laughs> in there. My favorite. And then they're just expecting people to call them and, and 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 get leads and yeah, they get likes. But likes doesn't mean leads. Likes mean like. <laughs> like they like what you're doing, but it doesn't mean that they're gonna trust your business. Yeah. So I really, I really think. That is not a magic in real estate. There is nothing magic other than meet and talk to a lot of people. Real estate is a, 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 a numbers game. More people you talk, more people you see, more, more sell, homes you're gonna sell. Now, a lot of agents, they see a lot of people, but they don't tell these people that they are real estate agents. Mm. They don't ask for business. You gotta ask for business all mm. the time. Every time you see somebody, you're gonna go like, listen, if you have a house you wanna sell or buy, let me know, I'm a real estate agent. If your family wants to buy a house, let me know, and you can help me that way. But uh, people is not asking for business, and they blaming everybody by themselves that they're not making money. And I'm telling you one thing. If you did not, as a real estate agent, if you did not make money, enough money, in 2020, in 2021, it's going to be so hard to do it in 2022 or 2023. Exactly. Because the, the market is, is very hard. I mean, who, you know who's making money right now on listings? The people that is in the business for a long time, people that has been in the business, like if you go to a guy who's been in the business and he's from Raleigh for the past 10 years, those guys are making so much money because they, they have the listings. They, they know a lot of people in the area, so they're yeah. getting all those clients. Uh, new agents with a good strategy, they're getting the buyers. So we're putting everybody together and everybody's making money. I don't see people that is not, I mean, that is not putting their effort and suffering and work hard making money. And I don't think they're gonna make money next year. I have like a thousand flyers in my um, in my car, and 
I had a party on Saturday, and what I what I did is that at the end of the party, before everybody left, it was like one in the morning. I grabbed all of the flyers and put them in each car, every single one. And it was like a whole acre of land, so it was like at least twenty to fifty cars just parked there. So I was just in yeah. the cold, just putting the flyers out there, seeing, hoping. I did get someone to call me, but you know, a lead is a lead. You yes. know, for for businesses to stay relevant, I was going to say that TikTok is big. You know, but we should always, like he said, be a step ahead. Look for the next TikTok. Look for the next trend. Look for the next big thing. Um, what do you think about agents who brand themselves? For example, um, we're not. Uh, oh, what? You already have something to say? Uh, finish your question. That that was pretty much it. What do you think? I, I was about to explain to him. I always kind of, say this. I always say yes. this. If you want to brand yourself as a Guido Murillo. That's fine. You can brand yourself. Yeah. You, people know the person. They don't know much yeah. about the company. Yeah, it's not okay to use a company brand and mix it with another brand. Like it's because you is 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 dangerous. Mm. I mean, imagine you work for mobile and then you're promoting your own company and then your team member promote another company. So they put three logos on the business cards. If oh, a, if a buyer wants to sue the mobile realty, it's gonna sue everybody in that business card. So that's pretty. It's, it's a lot of liability in there. Now I always tell everybody, when you come into real estate, do you want to make money or you want to you want to make your ego bigger, a bigger ego? So you, if you answer my, my question like I want to be the top person in the world, get your own company. You know, get your broker in charge, get your own name, your logo, and work by yourself. Get people under you. But if you want to make money, just go into any company and then start working your, 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 your plans, your system, your lead generation, and forget about that ego, because ego is what is killing a lot of real estate agents, because they think that they have an idea, everybody have an idea, but maybe they don't have the experience. I spent five years in real estate, <clears throat> me coming, working my own business since I was 15 years old, coming into the real estate at 40 years old with a lot of experience. It took me five years to open my own uh, company because I was learning and there's a lot to learn in real estate. We have buyer's market, seller's market, foreclosures. I know all that because I learned on these companies. I was a top agent on a lot of these companies here called Banker, Keller William, Fathom. I worked for those companies and I was a top agent and then I decided to open mobile reality. So ego, it will kill, uh, I mean, being relevant, uh, uh, it's not, you can't do it with ego. You got to do it with work and and, and, and strategy and, and new ideas. So that's that's what I, I think about the problem with a lot of agents. I heard a new rule that says that you can't be posting like, oh, I'm under contract, congratulations, this and that. Um, I, I believe we read it right on the commission rule or something like that. I don't I don't feel like I have to post that. You know, I don't want to be posting like you know the success stories and stuff like that. But I feel like at because of my age. I have to show that I'm working. I have to show that I'm actually closing things. So what do you think about that? Should I keep that same, um, you know, that same... You should promote your, promote your name. Promote your name everywhere you go. I'm Guido Murillo. I'm, I'm a top agent here. You are a top agent. Uh, but if for some reason tomorrow you decide to open a firm, and then it's a different story because you can get in trouble with the real estate commission if you don't put the logo of the company or the or, or the name of the company things like that so i i, I don't know I, I think there is a lot of ways to be relevant but uh it's it's up to the agents a lot of companies are reducing their size i mean every that people don't want 
eight, too many agents that they not sales in their company. I don't want, I don't want to have 600 agents where only 50 agents sales. Mm -hmm. I prefer to have 60, 70 than 50 sales because it's a lot of liability, a lot of expensive. I have to do the, I see companies making parties in very expensive restaurants for people that never sell a house in their that's life. True. <laughs> that's true. That's a waste of money. We know people that No, that's home. true. We, I know somebody who left here, went to another firm, they went to four Christmas parties. Imagine. Four Christmas parties. <laughs> each. Every four time they have a lunch. At the Angus Barn, at Sullivan's, at Perry's. These are really expensive places. So I want to put my money and my time to the people that deserve. <laughs> My time and my money. Because sometimes when you grow up and you are very fair you to everybody, you give them all the, you know, you treat everybody the same. But and then you have a person who's selling so many homes and they need your friendship and your. Uh, uh, but and then you have the person that doesn't sell nothing and you give him the same time. That doesn't make any sense. So this is the time. This is a payback time for firms. Yeah. <laughs> payback. <laughs> Because now you're going to focus on, on the people that really deserve your time and your money. Also, so about what you were talking about with branding. Branding. Who is Michael Jordan? Michael Jordan, the basketball player. What team did he play for? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know this you're name. A piece of shit. I hope you leave that in there. <laughs> Miami what team Miami did Michael Jordan Miami play for? Was it the Lakers? Oh my god. Miami. The Bulls. Thank you. I don't know who this is. I don't watch basketball. I don't watch basketball. What team does Michael Jordan own? Uh, the Sun. No, no, no. Miami. The Sunny. No, no, no. The Charlotte Hornets. Okay. But with, he was right. With branding, this is what he did. Michael Jordan came into the league from here, UNC, to Chicago, played for only one team, won all those championships. Then he was like, you know what? Why am I playing on this team? I can just make more money owning my own team. So they opened up the Charlotte Hornets. He went there and he played basketball there and he retired on the Hornets. But he he opened up his own NBA team with other people, played on the team to, so he could try to win with the team he created. Then he got old and then he just owns it. Now he's the chairman and he just runs the team and recruits and now he manages his own basketball team in the state that he's from here in North Carolina. So that's what I think, and that's what I think you should do. As an agent, if you're in mobile, you're mobile, right? Once you have finished your, and you want to be your own person, open up your own brokerage and go. Don't do the stuff that we've seen with other people that they're like advertising their their name as a brokerage, but not really because they're scared. It's like it's like shit or get off the pot, you know? Don't don't be half pregnant, right? Don't. <laughs> don't I was like, he was ready. He was like, <laughs> it was in the tip of his song. He was like. Don't get pregnant. <laughs> yeah, like like take the risk, become your own Vic, get your dot loop account, and just do your own thing. Be your, but get licensed. That's the risk nobody wants to take. Get licensed, and then when you do something crazy, it's not Otto who gets the phone call. It's gonna be you. But you know, it. I think to stay relevant, you have to realize a lot of realtors don't do things by the book. They do things. When especially like I'm not gonna say here at Volvo, but I'm gonna say when you're under an umbrella corporation and it isn't my name, I can risk doing things a certain to the side because all the responsibility goes to the broker in charge of the company. But if it was under my name and I'm the one responsible, now I have to be very paranoid. Oh my god, did I do everything perfect? Is everything okay? If the commission audits my paperwork, is everything perfect? But 
Right now, if the commission audited my stuff, I'd be like, Otto, do you have my paperwork? No, I'd be like, sorry, guys. Otto doesn't have my paperwork. I don't know what to tell you. I'm in trouble. You know? <laughs> you know? What do you yeah. think about that? Uh, yeah, I think to be relevant in any business, you have to sell. Yeah, you as a team leader, as an owner of a company, as a person, if you don't sell a lot of houses, mm -hmm. uh, you should not have a team, you shouldn't have a firm, uh, because you you are irrelevant <laughs> yeah. for the industry. And this industry is about sale, it's about business, it's numbers. about transaction numbers, that's it. It doesn't matter how nice you are, it's about how many transactions you do. Now, if you are do a lot of transactions and you are a good person, well, that's a plus. But at the end of the day, if you not sell, you're not going to succeed and you're going to be irrelevant in, 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 in this business. Sell, sell, sales. I, I, I advise if somebody wants to create a team, a firm, first of all, they have to be a top agent themselves. And to be a top agent, you got to be at least 50, 100 homes every year in order for, because you, you, if you, in order for you to be a good leader, you have to protect your people. You just said 50? 50. I, I said 50, between 50, 50 and 100. 100. But like one realtor or like? One realtor. Yo, chill out. Look, all right, now <laughs> I, I sell I sell 10 houses. With an I, assistant or by yourself? Sell, I sell a year. I'm talking about a year. <laughs> a year. Let's say I, tell, I sell 12 homes a year. Okay. And then I want to create my team of five people. How gonna give, I going to give them my deals to my team members if I don't have for myself? So you really have to... You know, I see. fill up your belly first and then give it to the rest. Okay, but we're talking or, about a whole team, though. I'm talking about a whole team. Okay, oh, no, no, I'm talking right. about one person. Oh, Let no. me just tell you something. You gotta do 50 first before you can get a team to then distribute leads. I, when I left uh, a company, one of the companies, local company here, I was selling 140 homes every year. Bro, and then I opened by homes? myself, by myself, with my wife helping me. She's not a real estate agent, but she was helping me with the paperwork. Uh, I stopped selling when I was 150 homes a year, and then I create my own company because I was, was gross. I, I was I was I was gonna be I was able to give to my first teammates leads. They they make a lot of money because I give them my leads. Now I'm gonna focus on my company. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sell 150 homes every year. I wanna sell 50 homes because the other 100 I'm gonna give it to my team members. So that way I can be a good leader. That's that's it's a good leader. Oh. If you don't give, if, look, if, if 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 people around you, let me, let me tell you this: if people around you they don't have money every year more and more, you're not a good leader. People around you as a good leader, their life must be better every year. That oh, makes sure. you a good leader. Yo, that one hit. So that many one. nuggets. That one hit. Yeah, that one hit. That one hit. Moro's like, I'm just here for the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't expose me like that. <laughs> so we have three minutes left. We ran a little late, but we like even numbers. That is that is good, Otto. That's good information, man. That's that's a lot. How not only how to stay relevant, but how to use how to get to a certain point where you can make the next step and keep your consistency and grow your team. If if you keep doing let's say this year you sold 30 houses if you just keep doing what you did last year last year you sold 30 houses you keep doing what you did last year and you just increase the number of time you go and and handling uh, business cards or yeah. visiting uh, supermarkets or presence online or you can just do a little bit more your, your your sales will double 
uh, I mean, organically will double because more people knows you and more people refer to you. So every year you're supposed to double your size in business uh, organically, just doing little things here and there until year number five. In year number five, you max out that you even gotta get an assistant, you gotta get a buyer's uh, agent, or you just gotta be able to 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 maybe increase the numbers of 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 of, of not in, increase the numbers of properties, but maybe increase the, the price range so you can make more money next year. But at year number five, you max out. You gotta change your strategy. Five years, Guido. I'm only. I'm on year two. I'm on year. <laughs> Um, yeah, this, my third year will be November of 2022. Yeah, yeah, it's up to you. You can do it anytime you want, but I'm telling you what I went through. And real estate, if you follow specific things that another person did, their results are going to be the same. And I've been proving my results for the people that I've been training, coaching uh, in the past, a lot of our agents, and they are doing the numbers that I did in year number three, year number four, year number five. Because I've been coaching them how to how to do what change to do what not to do. Uh, people tend to be make changes when things are working right. You shouldn't make changes if you if the results are okay. Why change it? Mm -hmm. If you if you double the sales or maybe you you go up twenty percent thirty percent up in the sales from last year, you cannot change the strategy. And that's the problem with a lot of people. They change the strategy for something that is working okay. And then they go and, 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 and change it for something that you don't really know what's going to happen. We, we don't know if the, the wrapping car worked for you. Maybe not. Or maybe that's what is working for you. Mm -hmm. uh, you. We don't know if the social media is working or maybe having a lot of offices. No company in the area have more offices and spaces than mobile realty. So we have a lot of spaces that when somebody asks you working with me for a buyer's consultation, you tell them oh, which of my four offices we want to meet. That gives you a little status in, 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 in the market versus, hey, can we meet? Uh, where can we meet? Can we meet at McDonald's or, or Starbucks? Starbucks? People got freak out because in mm -hmm. them after that, you're going to, hey, you got to give me $10,000 for due diligence. You're going to give them $10,000 due diligence, a check uh, to a person that you don't even know who it is, and then they meet you in a, in a Starbucks. Come on, man. <laughs> you, got, you need an office, regardless. I think that's going to take us into our next topic next week, but that was really good. And thank you, Guido. Thank you, Mora. Thank you, Otto, for it. What are you going to say, boss? Oh, thank you. Thank you, guys. Uh, stay relevant, guys. Stay relevant. stay relevant. That's the, that's the quote of the week. Stay consistent. Yo. Don't consistent. be half pregnant. Patient, patient. And stay relevant, but yeah. don't be half pregnant. Don't be half pregnant. <laughs> that's it for the mobile podcast, and uh, we will see you next week. See you guys.